Did you know that everyone has a dark side? Only problem is most people do everything that they can to suppress it and hide it. But in this episode, I'm going to show you how you can actually embrace it and integrate it into your life. Because part of self-love is not just loving the good parts. It's also loving the negative parts, the dark parts. You have to learn to love all of you not just the ones that you want people to see that are perfect. So I'm going to give you a couple of um, ideas on what you can do to embrace your dark side and actually use it to empower yourself rather than shame yourself. So let's go. So what exactly is a dark side and what are you supposed to do with it? (laughs) That's a very good question. So your dark side is basically your shadow self. It's an archetype that forms part of the unconscious mind and it's composed of, you know, repressed ideas, instincts, impulses, uh, weaknesses, desires, even perversions and embarrassing fears. So what are you supposed to do with it? You're supposed to embrace it. You're supposed to accept it. Because resisting it is only going to make it grow over time. So when you're suppressing your thoughts, your desires, and your fears, you're essentially, you know, creating this shadow self that you hide away from the world and do everything you can to disconnect from it. But you know that you can't. And rather than accepting that, you just try to suppress it or hide it and ultimately it's going to fight back (laughs) it's going to affect you because you're going to feel like you're carrying this weight of a secret in your life and every time you're around someone it's going to be very difficult for you to be yourself because you're trying to you're trying to present the great parts of you and hide the other parts of you that you feel people are going to judge Or people are going to say something to make you feel guilty or shameful about it. And that's not good. Why is that not good? Well, because it's not self-love. See, self-love is loving the good and the bad. Understanding the good and the bad. Once you embrace and you love both the good and the bad about yourself, now you can begin to control it and control both of them because let's be honest when you every relationship that you have in your life and life is about relationships not just intimate ones friendships family children parenting all of these are different relationships right everybody gets a different side of you so one person might see the really good side of you and another person might see the really bad side of you when you're comfortable with showing people the side of you that you feel is in alignment with who you're dealing with then you're operating as your authentic self this is self-love but oftentimes you have people that most of the time when they're around people they only want to present 
the good parts of them, the pleasant parts of them. And they hide the unpleasant parts about themselves and probably only the closest people to them or people that live with them know about that side. So it's like you're being pretentious. You're not being fully yourself when you're hiding parts of yourself to people and only wanting to portray this one image. And that's across the board. So shadow self, what could be some examples? Um, Well, I'll give you an example of my shadow self, my dark side. So I have like this thing where I can cut people off instantly. If I have a decent relationship with someone, but they do something that bothers me and not one time, but if I see that there's a pattern rather than trying to address it, I just cut them off. I'm like, you know what? I'm not done. I'm not having anything to do with that person anymore. I would delete their phone number and that's it. That person no longer exists in my life and I will literally move on like it's no big deal. And I feel like through the years, yes, I probably used it when I needed to, but I'm I'm pretty sure I cut people off that I probably didn't need to cut off. Maybe there were some people that I could have just sat down and explained to them what is it I didn't like or how I felt and at least dealt with it that way so that they understood where I was coming from rather than just walking away. But this was something that, you know, I, 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 my past has an impact on me becoming this way. But when I was able to look at myself and say, you know, you cut people off way too quickly and some people want to foster a relationship with me, but I just cut them off. So what did I do? Number one, I accepted the fact that I can be very disconnected, easily disconnected. And if it's for the right reasons, then it's, it's a tool that I can use. But if I'm going to just cut people off every single chance I get, it's no longer a tool. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm hurting myself because I'm probably cutting off very good relationships with people that I didn't need to. So what I started to do is I accepted the fact that yes, I can easily cut people off and move on with my life and it's no big deal. But before I do that, what I try to do is I try to communicate with the person how I feel and that It makes me feel like I want to walk away from them because they do these things. Because if I say that, two things are going to happen. One of two things are going to happen. Either A, they're going to say, wow, I didn't know that what I did really made you feel like you can just cut me off. I'd really like to, you know, fix it and address it or work on it so that we can continue to have this friendship or relationship, partnership, whatever it is. Or... They're just going to be like, she's crazy. I don't know what she's talking about. She's sensitive. And then they're just going to exit my life. So at least at that point, I see them for who they really are. See, embracing and letting somebody know this is how I feel and this is what I'm capable of gives the other person an opportunity to make a choice. Are they going to say, hey, I think you might have misunderstood me. Let me explain myself because our relationship is important. Or 
they're going to say oh well screw her i'm gonna she's gonna cut me off i'm gonna cut her off too so and then they exit my life and it's probably doing me a favor but at least i gave that person a chance and that is one example of embracing your dark side another one i can share with you is um i used to like to drink a lot i was not an alcoholic but i can drink (laughs) i can drink i can drink and i it got to the point where because i had such um you know um high tolerance for alcohol i can out drink anyone i could drink during the weekends during the week i mean it's almost every day so this wasn't good for me it was deteriorating my health it was you know making my skin bad like i saw myself physically changing and i was i was not feeling good i just didn't feel healthy so i decided i wasn't going to drink anymore but rather than saying and this is something that a lot of people do is say like oh i'll never do that again this is terrible for me i'll never do it again i didn't say that to myself because i felt like i would just be resisting the temptation and then i'd end up just drinking anyway so instead i said you know what i can drink i'm really good at drinking but i don't need to drink all the time so here's what i'm gonna do from now on i'm only going to drink if i'm going to um to meet a client um or if i'm going to spend time with friends somewhere you know if i'm going out to dinner that's it no more alcohol in my house it would only be used for special occasions so instead of denying myself and acting like this is something oh my gosh I, I I'm, I'm never gonna drink again this is terrible for me i accepted the fact that you know what i have a tolerance for alcohol but i don't need to exercise that tolerance all the time i accepted that and honestly it became so infrequent that i drank that i om- i basically just lost the taste for it because it just wasn't important anymore it was accepting that part of me that made me make the change as opposed to telling myself I'm never going to do it again. Did the same thing with cigarettes. I was like, you know what? I'm never going to buy cigarettes again. I said, I'm quitting. I would take half a pack of cigarettes and I would throw it. And then I did. And then like a couple of days later, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to get a pack of cigarettes. So what did I do? I bought the pack of cigarettes. I put it in the refrigerator and I said, I will only have a smoke if I'm around people, if people come over or something like that. Well, those cigarettes ended up sitting in my fridge for like six months. And I eventually just threw them out and told myself, you know, if I go out, maybe I'll just pick up a pack then. I let go. Instead of trying to hold on to that, I, I'm, I'm smoking is bad. It's terrible. I'm never going to do these things again. I accepted the fact that I smoke sometimes. I drink sometimes. I cut people off sometimes. This is what I do. But now that I acknowledge I do these things, I'm going to practice discernment. And I'm only going to utilize them at times where they're necessary. So if I'm out with a friend, for example, I was out with a friend and she was very, very upset about something and wanted to express herself. And I wanted to give her that space to do it. So she she was scrambling through her purse to, to find a cigarette and she took it. I said, do you mind if I smoke? And I'm like, she's like, oh, but I know you quit. I says, no, let me have a, I'll have one. I'll have one with you. 
Didn't smoke in months, but I had a cigarette with her. It was okay for me. I've smoked before. Made her feel at ease. It gave her a sense of, oh, all right, you know. I, I wanted her to feel comfortable so she could express whatever she was going through. So I used it at a time where I thought it would be necessary. But I don't smoke anymore. It's just I don't have a desire for it. And it's because rather than suppressing it, I accepted it. And then I just decided I'll just use it when I need to. So when you have a dark side, and this is just, I'm just telling you my personal dark sides. It could be a, a list of things for other people. Sometimes it's people's sexual desires. Sometimes it's fetishes. Sometimes it's, you know, how they treat other people. All of these things are examples of a dark side, but it's understanding who you are. Self-love is understanding who you are, the good and the bad, and being able to differentiate between the good and the bad and how you're using it. So now you can be in control of it rather than just exploding because you're suppressing it so much. So how are you going to embrace your dark side and use it to empower yourself? How do you know you've succeeded in embracing your dark side? Great question. One of the best ways to tell is if there's any difference in the way you look at your everyday emotions. Are you reacting or responding to experiences and circumstances in your life? Are you conscious of those negative emotions just as much as you're conscious of those positive emotions? Because if you're aware of your dark side and you're not trying to hide it anymore, that's a very good sign and indicator that you've accepted it and you've embraced it. And you're in control of it. So you know exactly when to use it and when not to use it. You're practicing discernment. Thing is, every human being is different. So the results are always going to be very different for different people. But nevertheless, One thing is for sure is that when you start to accept your dark side, you're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to feel confident because you've acknowledged this side of you and you've accepted it and you loved it. The moment you realize that life is not just good, it's also bad. It's that it's it. It's good and bad. That's that's life. Then you're going to start to take responsibility for your own actions and accept yourself and love yourself for who you are. That's embracing your dark side.